Hello, this is Deborah Anderson, the Black Woman Animator, coming back to you with another video. And in this video, I have Yehuda Jai Husband. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And give a little intro about yourself. Okay. Um, uh, again, my name is Yehuda Jai Husband. Um, a lot of people know me just as Jai. Um, and uh, I've been animating for over 20 years. Um, it's, it's been, you know, my first job out of school was as an animator. Um, I was animating for Turner Broadcasting for most of my career. Um, um, I, I, I did a stint at Disney, uh, worked on Lion King and Pocahontas, and then I went back to school to finish um, at Morehouse. And when I finished there, I uh, was working at, at, at um, at Turner for most of my career, um, going there and, and then leaving and going off and teaching and animation in New Zealand and working on some films there and coming back and and then going back to, to Turner and spending most of my career there until in 2010, um, I left to produce independent animation. And we can probably talk about, you know, what led mm -hmm. up to that later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So question, where are you from and how was it growing up? Just generally, just, it don't have to be related to animation. <laughs> um, I'm from California, uh, particularly um, San Dimas, California, the home of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, and so um, it, it really actually um, had a lot to do, you know, it, it formed me growing up, especially in a predominantly white neighborhood, especially with my parents. Um, you know, we were the only black family on our cul-de-sac, you know, and, and, you know, and this is in the, uh, the early eighties and, and it was like one of those things where um, I wasn't completely I was too young to be really aware of what was going on. But but you know when we first moved into our neighborhood in San Dimas, um, you know like I, I do remember these white boys who rode by in a truck and threw beer bottles and you know broke it you know, threw it at the garage door and, and busted it on the garage door and said niggers go home, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so uh, and you know that was kind of an introduction. But I was also you know like where my dad was working at Disney. Um, you know he for a long time he was the only black. Um, animator that was there, and so that was a very white environment. You know, as mm -hmm. as you know, animation historically had been a very white male dominated right. industry, um, and so that and 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 our school. You know, my brother and I being you know like like you know one of very few um, black kids at school, and so it, it really um, um, the, the, the the awareness of being different was was very. Um, um, present with me for a very long you know growing up um but also this sort of weird um anomaly of of being you know the son of a of a, of a disney animator and what that afforded me as a kid mm -hmm. you know um, you know being able to you know when i felt like it going to disneyland for free you know and taking my friends with me you know and how popular that made me as a kid you right, know, right, right. You know being the token black kid i was the kid that you know whose father you know would go to the the, the um the, the Disney vaults and, and, you know, bring home a movie on a Friday and we would have, you know, a big movie night in the garage, you know, with all our friends. So it was, it was this really kind of bizarre, almost, you know, like especially in, the, in the industry, you know, it was literally being, you know, the son of a celebrity, um, mm -hmm. being a quote unquote Disney kid, you know, and, and, and really being raised um, at the studio. I remember, you know, for you know, spending so much of our summers growing up, um, at, my dad would take us to work with him. And, you know, and that's, and that's when I fell in love with animation, not just because I could draw, you know, naturally, but also just being around it and just really loving that process and that storytelling medium um, and just falling in love with it from a very early age. Nice. So what was your journey in art and animation during your childhood? <laughs> Forget to the subject of my dad. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, I grew up, you know, with um, um, a, uh, my dad had a, a brief stint at, uh, I think, as an art director or, or something like that um, at, um, at Honeywell when he got out of college, he went to UNLV. Um, but um, from when I came along, um, all I've ever known of him, you know, was, was him being an animator for Disney. And so growing up, um, 
uh, my journey was wanting to be, you know, an animator, wanting to, to basically being, again, raised. Um, this, when we were really, really young, I remember um, Disney, the, the feature animation department was was still on the, the Disney lot. And so I remember even just like roaming around on the, on the Disney set, you know, and 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 that kind of thing, just really being raised around. And how, how could you not desire to do, well, I guess you can desire not to do that because my brother didn't end up, you know, wanting to go there. But of course, you know, um, he, uh, you know, wasn't an artist and didn't draw. And so for me, it was just that having that talent um, and then wanting to do it. And so I was the one who was always drawing. I was drawing. My mom said I was, I was draw. I could draw before I could write my name. Uh, mm -hmm. so I, I grew up that way. And of course, you know, emulating what my dad did and wanting to do those things. Um, I, I wasn't into comic books or anything like that. I was into drawing. My dad was um, I, I, from a very early age, I, I kind of stopped wanting to show my dad anything I drew because my dad was a perfectionist. And if I, show, you know, I'm seven years old and I show him a drawing, he's like, the anatomy's wrong. And so he'd go to this this closet where he kept all of his art books and he'd get a, an anatomy book and say, open, say, draw from this. You know, he'd put, put with tra tracing paper down and, and do it correctly. You know, yeah, yeah, let me, let me as a Disney animator show this child, you know, what, what, what was wrong with his work. Um, and he put, um, and he would he would show me what, what was wrong with it, and then he'd make me draw from an anatomy book for an hour. You know, so it got to the point where I, I really did not want to show him anything because I didn't want to go through that. You know, I was just like, good grief, just put it on the refrigerator and be done with it. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and it was it was very intimidating. Um, yeah. So a lot of my um, my uh, my art was was very sort of to myself. Um, I spent a lot of time in my room drawing, and, and but not just drawing. Um, I, I loved, and I still love, and I'm always passionate about storytelling. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I wasn't just someone who, and, and even in, the, in my career, I didn't end up just being an animator, but I was someone who learned how to be a compositor and, 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 an, and an audio director and, 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 and you know, um, a sound builder and just do all of it, you know, um, uh, paint or model my own backgrounds and just really do everything because I, I really wanted to be in control of the story and tell stories. You know, I, I'm a playwright. Um, yeah. I'm a I'm a screenwriter, I write novels. So it's all about, you know, just story, telling that story. And one thing my dad did say that he got from his Disney experience was that, you know, I even with my acting, I'm, I, I'm, the, um, I'm the artistic director of the theater here in Louisville where I live. I've always been involved in theater. Um, I was a theater minor at, at, at Morehouse, well, via Spelman. Um, but um, my dad always said an, uh, an animator is an actor with a pencil. And so, you know, just all those, that, that whole consummate, um, you know, I, I, I'd make up stories. I was always making my own comic books. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and and you know selling them at school and and you know drawing people's uh, lunch box on lunch people's lunch bags and selling you know lunch bags at school. So it was always about you know just really being passionate about making up characters and making up stories. And so that was kind of what you know it, it was just uh, this trajectory that mm -hmm. led me to wanted to wanted to do this for a living because um, it was just it, it was never a question that I wouldn't do it. You know except for you know a brief time where I really you know battled with whether or not I was going to do it. You know going into college um, because mm -hmm. you know different dynamics with my dad and and, mm -hmm. and and all of that and and you know um and uh and, and wondering if i could you know be as good as him and whether it was worth it to, if, I, if i couldn't you know if it was worth you know trying and just yeah. it, it was really that kind of a, of a of a tension that was there um but i got got through that and then it, from that point on it was just you know i knew that animation was in my bones um i'm animating today you know right so, so um well, just to get out the way, just in case people are wondering, his father is Ron's husband. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, say, I, I, I throw it out there. I think everyone just knows, but yes, my father is Ron's <laughs> husband. That's a you don't know out there. Uh, 
the first uh, African American animator that Disney hired um, in uh, in 1970. I think it was 74, I believe. And um, I mean, there had been there's a guy named Floyd Norman who worked on in, in the story department uh, in the I think it's the 50s and, and early 60s. Um, and um, but um, but as far as as an animator, character animator um, on feature animated film, my dad was the first, and and uh, and so so and, and he went on and worked for 38 years um, with uh, with Disney and retired, you know, um, some time ago. Um, but um, but yeah, so that that's that's who I grew up under. Um, it was it was rough. <laughs> yeah. So, what made you decide to attend the HBCU? Um, to be honest, it was the fact. Well, number one, it was my brother who a year before me went to Howard. Um, he was and my I, fraternity brother, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he was a uh, five. It was five beta sigma or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, all I remember is one time I, I didn't even understand all that stuff, and I, one time I remember when I put on this. I I, I used to always wear his clothes. I idolized my brother. He's a year older than me. Actually, not even a year, eleven months. And and I remember one time he was after he had pledged and whatnot. He came home for uh, in the middle of. Of, uh, of of semester you know um, uh, break and mm -hmm. I, I he had a shirt and I put it on and and he like said don't you ever wear that shirt again and he like ripped it off me and whipped my ass and and it was because it was an actual five day sigma shirt it had like three little three little uh, diamonds on it so I didn't know you know so I was like don't wear don't you ever wear stuff like that is it you, you're not you know anyway whatever um, <laughs> but um, I was I was number one I wanted to go to Howard my brother was like no that's my thing you can't do it. <laughs> brother and I had a really tough relationship because I could draw and he couldn't. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of our family, and that made my my talent very visible to other people. Yeah. And, I, and, and it sort of did a number on his self-esteem. Um, and uh, uh, he used to beat me up a lot <laughs> and take it out of me. But um, I kind of get where it comes from. My, my people in our family would say, oh, you know, Jai uh, uh, looks just like Ron and he, and he draws just like Ron. And they look at him and go, like, what do you do? You know, and as a kid, yeah. you know, you know, and it really, you know, crying from nothing and run out of the room, you know, you know, um, and uh, so that was really messed up. But yeah. uh, that caused a lot of rift between us. And so um, um, he wanted to get away from me, you know, as far as he could get from me. And so he's like, no, you're not coming to Howard. And so I was like, well, where else do I want to go? And so I was like, well, I want to go to Morehouse because I was really, I've always been fascinated with Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. I where he went. Um, and I kind of was cocky enough to believe that I did not need to go to an art school in order to make a career out of art because I was, mm -hmm. I was just that good. You know, I, I, that's what I thought as a kid. And, you know, and you couldn't tell me anything. I was like, I don't need to go to an art school to, to make a living. As an I'm going to do what I want. And mm -hmm. uh, I decided to go to Morehouse, which didn't even have, I mean, all they had was survey of visual arts. Um, mm -hmm. And it, and so I had to take all my classes after after freshman year after my general ed I took all my classes because um, I was an uh, art major and a theater minor too. All my Alex Bellman, uh, which mm -hmm. was wonderful and wonderful. I still you know I, I love and, and respect my teachers um, who are, a lot of them are still there. And uh, and um, and but but also we I, we really wanted because we grew up in, in this in this predominantly white environment and life. Um, we wanted to um, um, to go to HBCUs, and I, I, I really don't regret it. Um, it was a lot, of, you know. It was it was an identity crisis thing that I think we needed and we wanted, and and, and I, I am glad about it. And and uh, Lord willing, my my daughter will go to Spelman one day, so we'll see. And she she can go to Howard if she wants. <laughs> My, my, as I always say, my money's going to an HBCU. She can go wherever she wants to, but my money will go to an HBCU. Right. So, what garnered your interest in theater? Um, just that very um, idea that I, I wasn't, I was never just in love with animation. I was always in love with um, performance and giving a performance, whether it was giving a performance as an um, actor on the stage or as an animator with a pen. And my stage was, you know, my back then drawing tablet or, um, you know, um, um, 
drawing table or, and now a Cintiq or, or you know, digital space. Um, and and um, it, 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 I've always been drawn, I've just always been a theater head, you know, and I was in theater school. Um, I've been writing plays since I was seven years old, you know, um, and so that, that and it just, it, it just went naturally hand in hand. Even like, I remember when I was working for Disney, um, when I was like, you know, really, really, you know, in the late teens. And, and we, one of the things we had to do was take an acting class. You know, everyone was required yeah. to do that. And, and I remember it was so awkward. I, I was in an acting class with my dad and he's not the most like, he's very stoic and he's not the most like, you know, and I was like, why is he even here? Like, why would he do this? And then you had to do one of those, those exercises where you have to like, you know, do these like, you know, um, 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 like uh, improv things, and I was doing it with my dad. It was so awkward and weird, but but anyway, but acting is acting is goes hand in hand, and it's it's kind of um you know just um uh it, it inextricably tied to an, mm -hmm. animation. You know, uh, if you're gonna if you're an animator, you are an actor, and for me, right. I enjoyed that also. And I, and I if you ask me today, what I like better? Do I like acting? You know, like stage acting, or do I like um, animating? And I, I couldn't tell you which. To me, they're mm -hmm. the same. And, and, and especially as a director, the process um, tends to be the same as well. Um, mm -hmm. Not the exact same, you know, but but as far as how you deal with actors and get performances out of people, yeah. um, and what you what what you bring to the table, um, and, and and sort of how you iterate uh, creatively, um, it, it I, one borrows from the builds upon the other, and, and to me, they just go hand in hand, and I go seamlessly from one to the other. Mm -hmm. um, so you didn't originally want to finish college. What caused you to finish and do you appreciate that you finished? Um, I, what, 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 what made me not want to finish was simply the fact that I, I had the job that I, I, that, that I really wanted. I was working for Disney feature animation. Mm -hmm. Um, started, um, in, I, my first, um, job there was, uh, in the ink and paint department, uh, during Lion King. Um, and then, um, and I, and I was, I did that. I, I took off, um, my junior year out of uh, college to do that. And it wasn't supposed to last that long, but I fell in love with it. And, and I remember seeing my name a block long, you know, at the El Capitan theater during the, the premiere of Lion King. Um, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And then I got, um, I got, I got a gig as a cleanup in between around Pocahontas. I was like, this is what I want to do. And so I was like, Dad, um, I don't want to finish. Like, why would I go to school to finish to try to get a job like this? Why would I give up this job to go right. to school to try to get a job like this? And so, <laughs> and my dad was like, "If this is really what you want to do, then fine." You know, he was like, "You know, the directors of all the, the films that I write, I mean, that, that I work on, don't necessarily have college degrees." Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and so he's like, "This is what you want to do," you, you know. And I think he knew that regardless of what I did, I was going to be successful because that was just mm -hmm. how we were raised and what the expectation of us was that we we're going to make it. And, you know, if that didn't work out, I'd figure something out and, and or go back or whatever. And uh, and so um, I remember I got a, 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 an apartment in Silver, in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Silverwood, Silver Lake. Mm -hmm. I had already put the down payment and I was like, I'm not going back to school. This is this is me. This is what I'm doing. I have a little bachelor pad, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is the life. And then my mother was like, oh, that money I paid. And she was like, you know, I I went back to work to put you through more house. And, you know, it was all just, you know, tears and, and the, the the black mom struggle <laughs> and, and, and you know, the, the tears of our ancestors and, you know, <laughs> desecrating, you know, like, you know, Harriet Tubman's, you know, it was just everything. And so I was like, all right, I'll go back. <laughs> so, um, I'm glad I went back simply because um, actually it's interesting because I, I, I think that is what led to me having the career where I have my career um, as opposed to having stayed. I would have stayed in LA and never left. 
I think right. if that was the case, I would have just, you know, gone and gone back and just tried to, you know, been at Disney and wherever that would have taken me, you know, um, but as opposed to going back to 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 Morehouse and finishing up there. And, and as a result, my, my senior year finishing up, which is after all my people I started with had left because I was, I was out for a year and a half working on Lion King. Um, and, and 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 halfway through Pocahontas, and so I, I'd been out of school for a minute, and I came yeah. back, and, and so I was, you know, I didn't even have friends that that were, you know, all my classmates were, were already graduated and gone, um, but um, but I had a, an internship. I got an internship with Turner, uh, with no, with a, a place called uh, Crawford Communications, which which did uh, like like freelance farmed out stuff for for Cartoon Network in Atlanta there, mm-hmm. uh, and and then the um, the the. Basically, the people that we were we were freelancing for through that um, the the that Cartoon Network, they're like, we need to hire this guy, you know. And so they they wanted they wanted me and they um, they wanted to hire me. And I said, um, no, I got a job at Disney. I'm going back. So no. And so they're like, well, what if we what if we made you a director? And I was like, so you're gonna, you'll start me as a director, an animation director, not an animator, not an animator assistant, whatever. And they're like, yeah. Cause, and, and what it was, they really needed me. Um, they, had this, they had this really big contract for this um, uh, to do this, this video game, and I was at that time the only animator that they had or, or knew of um, that did digital animation. Um, mm-hmm. I, had, I had taught myself digital animation in the caps department at Disney by staying late after I would finish my job. I would stay late all night, and I would I would teach myself how to, um, to how to basically do um, digital animation because. We, we, uh, um, uh, they were just sort of pioneering which was called the the caps department, which was right. uh, computer assisted um, painting and uh, and doing it all um, where they were um, um, compositing because I think um, I think the rescuers was the very first the rescuers down under was the very first um, like mm-hmm. ball where they where they were scanning in and, and painting and digitizing as opposed to painting on cells. I mean, Little Mermaid was the last cell animated uh, feature that they did. Um, mm-hmm. That was all before my time, but when I came along, it was all that. And so, and I was like, again, I, I was never content to just um, um, do one thing. I wanted to do it all. And so I, I would stay late and I would help and I would I would spend my, my Sundays nights and into I mean, Saturday nights and Sunday mornings, like volunteering. Like I would literally go to work at like nine o'clock and not leave until, you know, three days later because I was just like, I was going to stay and just do and volunteer in every department and do and learn as much as I can about animation and the whole process, storyboarding. Yeah. And, and and we were shooting on Lion Lamb machines, like like pencil tests for the directors' uh, uh, dailies on Sundays and things like that. And I would just do it. And I was just like, oh, I'm gonna stay here and do it. And so I had nothing else to do, you know. Uh, so um, and and that was my that was that was kind of my school. That that you know, I didn't go to Cal Arts, I didn't go to SCAD, um, but I I I, I spent more than you know, like almost two years at Disney living there and soaking yeah. up everything and, and going to every department and saying, teach me what you're doing. Show me what you're doing. Show me how you do this and this part of the, the, the process. Um, and so um, that is really, um, um, but, but again, again, you know, I, I think my career at Turner, then, you know, I, I worked my way up to, to senior animation director at Turner's broadcast, Turner Studios and did all that work for Cartoon Network and then met um, just so many um, people to where, um, you know, and, and, um, and did went into to, um, um, independent filmmaking, um, and I don't know if that would have happened in, um, in, if I stayed with Disney, and and what would have happened, um, and and where I would have gone. You know, obviously, you know the, um, the 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 traditional features ended, and and of course a lot of people either transitioned to to um, to to uh, to 3D or like my dad, they would have wanted my dad went to Disney Publishing. You know, when because he, he just didn't really, you know, not that he couldn't, but he just didn't didn't like the 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 um, the aesthetic of of 3D, and so he he decided mm-hmm. to. 
stay with the you know illustrated you know um, um, hand drawn stuff. And so he went into Disney publishing until he retired uh, the last I think the last four years uh, of his contract. And so um, so yeah, so I, I have no regrets um, about um, about going back to finish. I think it was really good. Um, and, and like I said, I think it put me on trajectory to be to where I am now. I, I have an, I, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I love skill sets that I have, and I, I don't know that I would be where I am in my life in the world if I hadn't gone back. So for that reason, okay. I'm not going back. Um, so, okay, so some projects that you've worked on, the fabulous ambitions of Vaughn, Chocolate, Eclair, How mm -hmm. We Got Over, Can I Get a Witness, Kasha and the Zulu King, which we'll talk about later. Uh, uh, what are some other things that you've worked on and also like, this is time to toot your own horn. Who are some notable celebrities you've worked with um, on some on, and on what kind of projects? Um, I've worked at, at what well, Turner. I worked on a lot of things. Like um, I mean, we, I was I was an animation director for On Air, um, and so we were doing a lot of the um, a lot of the interstitials that they were doing um, in the uh, early two thousands, like um, like the the Cartoon Network ones where they would mix live action with cartoons and, and this, this whole. Campaign, um, and so I remember love doing all those. So I, so by way of a lot of the intros to certain things and the and the in credit um, 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 clapboard uh, animations that we did, I did for for like um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I worked on Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Um, a lot of the Turner stuff. Um, I, I did some stuff for Ben Ten, uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie. I used to love working on Ed, Ed and Eddie, especially because we were you we were doing it like literally, where that style where you draw like three frames for every every. Every frame, three, three, three of them, in order to have that wiggly line. Yeah, um, that was you know very artistic stuff. Um, and so we're doing a lot of that stuff. Um, but again, I, I just got the bug to do my own content, and so mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't a place that I could stay forever because I was I was drawing other people's stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and so um, and so so that's kind of there. Um, as far as the kind, of, the kind of projects that I did, and then once I, I left Turner specifically, um, because I, I ended up having a conflict of interest because a, a sort of a philanthropic pro project that I was doing, Kasha, um, turned up and ended up being getting um, picked up by BET, uh, mm -hmm. and so it became a conflict of interest. Um, yeah. for Job with with Turner Broadcasting, um, and so it was like they were just like, well, you got you got to choose, and to me, it wasn't a hard choice. Like deuces, you know. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's been nice ten years, you know, um, um, and it's been wonderful, but uh, I'm out. Right. Um, but uh, it really was a wonderful job, and I, I love my my coworkers. And like I said, it was you know a whole decade of my life, um, mm -hmm. and 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 really wonderful um, on projects. Um, some of the. Celebrities, I get well. Literally, like my first job out of college, um, my literally first job out of college was with Turner um, Interactive, mm -hmm. and uh, and I again they started me as a director, and and I and my first job was to uh, direct Cheech Marin and Cindy Lauper uh, as, um, as voice talent for this uh, this this uh, digital, uh, uh, I guess it was a video game um, called Pie Jackers, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so right out the bat, like you know, I'm like a you know 21 year old kid, and, and like I'm the animation director for this this big budget like like title, and I'm like I don't know what to do, you know, like I was like I was like just make it till you make it. So it's like, <laughs> where you know, and I'm art directing it, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm directing a, a, a department full of, of, of artists, uh, many of who are older than myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I just did it, just kind of jumped in and did it, and uh, like I said, I, I feel like I was kind of born for it, and so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cheech Marin, Cindy Lauper, I voice directed um, for animation. Um, Tom Kenny, um, Kenny Leon, Jasmine Guy, um, uh, 
Donnie McClarkin, uh, just mm-hmm. uh, RuPaul. Oh. RuPaul, <laughs> several times. Actually, I've worked on uh, three projects with Ru. Um, mm-hmm. He's an amazing person, and he's a he's a he's a he's a one take wonder as far as uh, uh, nice. his voiceover work. Uh, Jasmine Guy is too. She's amazing when she comes in and she uh, she does. Uh, and, and actually, I've worked with her twice on two projects. Um, mm-hmm. Both of what, what projects that were that I wrote? There were independent projects, and um, this one project that we worked on with Donnie McClurk, and she played um, t- twins, twin boys, <laughs> and she, she could go. She she would she wouldn't just do the takes. Um, she wouldn't do the takes in separate takes. You know, she wouldn't do like um, there was Moshi and Yoshi, these characters, these these, these twin boys, and she wouldn't do one and then do all the lines and then go back. She would literally do them together, like, mm-hmm. like she go and then she would make them different character voices, and she she she'd hit it. And I, I was just like amazed, you know, because I was like, this woman is sitting here doing both of these characters flawlessly and going in and out of them, you know, and talk, having conversations with herself in real time. Um, she's amazing, just amazing talent. Like, yeah, I got to meet her because my cousin, um, she's lived in Atlanta. I think she's still in Atlanta yeah. and she's in theater and she was in a play with Jasmine Guy. So I got to go backstage and meet her. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it was that, uh, one of Pearl Clegg's plays? Was it that one that... Uh, uh, maybe uh, I know Pearl. She was in a uh, um, what was it called? Midnight. Uh, what was it? Uh, Blue? No, Blues for an Alabama Sky. Was it that one? I think. Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so, how did you get the opportunity to go to New Zealand? Um, <laughs> my life is so complicated. <laughs> okay. Um, after. About two years at Turner Interactive when I first uh, um, out of college, um, uh, Turner merged with uh, Time Warner. Okay. And everything was uh, everything got amalgamated that that was redundant for Turner and Time Warner. And so Time Warner already had Time Warner Interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were they laid off our whole department, and so all of a sudden I I, I have no job, and uh, they wanted to sort of transfer everyone to uh, we'll work at Turner. Uh, Turner Feature Animation, which was like this new thing that they're doing, and they were working on an, a Jasmine Guy picture. Um, they're working on Cats Don't Dance. Okay. And I was all snooty. I was like, I'm not going to go work for no Turner Feature Animation. Like, I don't know what they're going to be open in two years. I was like, no, that's, that's, that's not my job security. Like, that's a, I was like, that's a bandwagon studio. They, they, they're just doing, trying to get in on the, the Lion King like hype. And, and that's when everybody, their mother was like starting, you know, um, um, I think um, uh, Warner Brothers, Fox Feature Animation was doing like, Everyone was just popping up with all these, these animation studios because it was the, the hot thing. It was like the, the second renaissance, you know, of, of animation. And I was like, eh, Turner, you know, Turner feature animation. That doesn't sound like it has legs. I'm not going <laughs> there. Um, and uh, and I kind of was kind of, like, to be honest, like I was like like 22, 23. I was kind of like, I felt like I was burned out from like being a director. And I was like, I just want to go somewhere. And I just want to just be an animator and not be in charge of people and not being you know, running the department and not having all that responsibility. So um, I literally, and, and I, w- I had gone on vacation, to, and I, I went to, on vacation to New Zealand, um, and um, and while I was there, I was just like, I wonder if they have any animation over here. And so I literally like looked, like looked them up, and it was like this one animation studio in Auckland called uh, uh, Freelance Animation Animators Limited. And it was like an animation school, plus they did like like Pacific Rim um, 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 animation. Uh, farmed out animation, and so I like I literally like called my dad and and like can you FedEx me my portfolio, and you know because I, I was, and so and so I literally and he, and he did like overnight me my portfolio and I like walked in there and uh, and I said I want to apply for a job and literally I'm I'm there visiting on vacation 
And I walked into the studio and I was like, can I, you know, can I, can I apply for a job? And the guy's like, sure. And so they let me come in and, and then we, I showed him my portfolio. He's like, this is amazing. And, and then, and then, and then he finds out who I am. He's like, oh, I know your dad. And like, oh, no. And, and cause this guy was like an ex Disney guy. He's like, oh yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, I can't get away from him. Like, no. You know, um, and so, uh, but anyway, he's hiring me and, um, and I'm, and I remember it's weird because I remember the, the, the the week I started, it was like this big blackout, brownout in, in Auckland. And, uh, and and I was animating from like um, with a candlelight behind my 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 drawing table. Um, the kind of drawing table that you have where you where you, you, you scroll and we're drawing on paper. This was, we were drawing on paper, this wasn't digital. Right. And, uh, and and so it started out like that. But and, and for, it's, it's really interesting. Um, everyone else was doing like like 20, 30 feet a week, right? And they and they were and they were like bottom pegging, which is to me, I don't understand how they even do that. Like you got top, you know, you, you got I mean you top scroll, bottom peg, they, they were top pegging and, mm -hmm. and scroll from the bottom, which was very it's very Asian. Um and, and and kind of like um kind of tracing as opposed to, and they weren't even really using their 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 underlight. And I was just like, what is this? And so I was like, this is how I animate, this is how we do it best. And I was like, this I'm, I'm, and, and I was like, I was like kicking ass. I was like, I was like doing like 50, 60 feet a week and, 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 you know, key animation. Um, mm -hmm. And we were working on um, American Tale part, I think it was part four, part five, Bibles, Night, yeah. of, Man Night of the Manhattan Monster. Mm -hmm. uh, working on, um, on um, Nellie Bree and the Tiger unit. I was doing Nellie Bree mostly um, and some of that, and, and Tony and Tony and, Tony and Tiger, the Don DeLuise character doing a lot of those, those keys. Um, and there's like, you're doing like, you're like, you know, like, like doing so much more than anybody else. And they like, I, you know, like, again, I went there because I just wanted to like blend in and just kind of sit, you know, kind of just like blend in and just animate and not worry about responsibility. And they made me like the head animator, like, like within a month, like it was, it was like, <laughs> like two months, a month later. And, and then all of a sudden, like, and then, and then they're like, would you teach, you know, for our fourth animation, fourth year animation students, would you teach? And I was like, I guess so. Um, and so, so all of a sudden, you know, I go there to like take it easy and whatever, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm the lead animator uh, on this film and I'm, um, and, and I'm teaching, you know, students. And so, but again, I got nothing else to do. You know, <laughs> I'm in New Zealand, I don't know nobody. You know, this kid that's out, you know, just living his life and like taking an adventure in the world. And that's just always been me, just I've always loved Getting up and traveling and going yeah. to places and and the idea of of living in you know New Zealand in the middle of the Pacific Ocean you know um, I, to me I was like that's fine you know I, that was just where I was in my life and um, uh, uh, yeah and so I ended up coming home eventually because um, the uh, the the parent company was called Thomas Studios and they were up in Tokyo and they wanted to sort of um, stop sending all the money, I mean, they're spending so much money um, sending all the animation down to New Zealand. They wanted to do it in-house in Japan, in mm -hmm. Tokyo. And so they wanted, they, they basically wanted all the directors to, to move up there and be up there indefinitely. And I was like, I don't know nothing about Japan. And I was like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak Japanese and I don't know anybody, at least in, you know, I don't know anybody in New Zealand, but at least they speak English. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go home. And then that's when I went home and Turner Studios was starting up and, uh, and, and I went back to Turner. Um, and, and stayed there until I, I, I went independent. So, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of how I ended up in New Zealand teaching nice. and, and on films there. I feel like we we have like similar, not the exact same, but similar kind of stories. Cause I, my first job in animation was in the, in South Korea. <laughs> and I just was like, okay. 
I just want to do a tour. And they're like, you got a portfolio? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you got to take it. You got to answer. Yeah. So, um, so I followed the progress of Kasha and the Zulu King for years and then never got to see it. Oh. <laughs> I, I just have like, to send you a screener. I, I, I have a screener. I'll have to send you a screener. I will. Like, I, I like would be looking at articles. I'm like, what is yeah. this coming out? And then I don't know how, I don't know why I didn't see it, but I just yeah. never saw it. <laughs> it debuted um, in 2012 on BT and then shortly after that on Centric Network. Um, and then it just went into into thing where um, like they own it. It was something that that um, I sold outright to uh, BT to Viacom, and um, and um, and and so they, you know, obviously own it, and and, and I don't even get a heads up if they if they ever, you know, um, um, air it or whatever, because it's, you know, it's there to to do whatever they, they you know, and and it's it's one of those things where um, I, I went into it that that whole process of Caution to Zulu King was a um, it was it started out as a philanthropic. Um, 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 program that I wanted to give back to Morehouse and yeah, Stone. I want you to get into it. So like the journey of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was working at Turner and um I was I was um I was pitching a lot of stuff there. Um and it's always probably another reason why I ended up leaving Turner. Um, a lot of the stuff that I um, I did get I I started you know as an animation director um but then I started dabbling in in content creation. Uh, and so I like that my first thing that I got picked up there internally was that that show, uh, The Fabulous Ambitions of Vaughn Chocolate Claire. That was it started RuPaul as a voice actor, um, who played this character named Vaughn, who was like the, the hairdresser for all the cartoon characters, um, behind the scenes, whatever. It was really funny, and I was writing all the episodes, and it was awesome. Um, but then it got it got um, it, it, it and it was got it got sold, picked up by an internal network that Turner was doing called Super Deluxe. Um, and halfway through production of the first season, um, they decided, Turner kind of decided, we're not going to do this anymore. And they mm -hmm. kind of, I think they sold Super Deluxe to somebody else about, well, everything just kind of went with it and then that just kind of disappeared. Um, but I had just, I had, I had, I had been bitten by the bug of what it's like to, to, um, to, to write and, and producer, you know, be the producer of stuff. And so I started you know, pitching a lot more stuff and, and so there was this one, um, so I pitched another um, project, which is actually still a project that I, I want to get off the ground again um, eventually. Um, and and uh, it's, it's called, um, you know, How We Got Over. And then there's, uh, 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 but then, then Kasha was, um, I always wanted to just sort of give back to, to Disney, I mean, to, to, to Morehouse. Because mm -hmm. um, for me, I went to Morehouse, and, and I, but I had access to animation because of my father. Whereas mm -hmm. anybody else who was at, you know, Morehouse or Spelman, like they didn't have access because they didn't have, they didn't have you know a digital animation lab. They didn't have um, they, didn't, they, they didn't you know that it was all fine arts and they didn't really have that. So I yeah. wanted to come back and so I said I'm going to create um, you know um, a nonprofit sort of philanthropic um, 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 feature animated film project that's going to um, to mentor students from the AUC, the Atlanta University Center uh, mm -hmm. School, through the production of an animated feature film. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so and I and you know and, and I. I you know, Turner said, oh, we'll give you, you know, uh, we'll, we'll donate in-kind um, um, studio space where you can record your voices or whatever. And I put the call out and I got a lot of, you know, sort of local Atlanta celebrities to uh, to sort of donate their time. Mm -hmm. um, like Guy and Obi McKaylee from the Atlanta um, Falcons and um, um, Kenny Leon, uh, who was really huge there and 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 um, um, in the theater world, but also in, you know, filming stuff and on Broadway and things like that. Um, Bobby V and uh, local, um, 
uh, uh, personality, um, uh, Miss Sophia, just, you know, there's a lot, a lot of different um, um, people that were just, you know, the, even at that time, the mayor of Atlanta, Shirley Franklin, you know, I, you know it was literally one of the things where I was like, I was using like my leveraging, like my, my you know, this, you know, Mr. Husband, the, uh, the senior animation director of Turner Studios, you know, I, we got a project and would love to know if you'd like to be involved and, you know, we're trying to get back to the kids at, at you know, the AGC, you know, like, oh, I'll be involved. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of this. You know, it's a big deal. And, and so, but but halfway through, you know, that whole process, you know, and then I went to the schools and 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 you know, we 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 got the kids involved and and wanted to have them, you know, use the actors from the the, the drama department, Baldwin Burroughs Theater Company, you know, um, 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 department, and uh, as the the voice actors and and did auditions and just really let them have access to a, a kind of the kind of project they wouldn't have had without me bringing it to them, you know. And so, um, but again, halfway through, um, it's a very long story. Um, I just kind of happened to be in the right place at the right time to meet uh, Loretha Jones at the time, who was the the, the, the president of uh, BET, and she was on a tour at, at, at um, she, was, she was on a tour at at, at Turner because uh, they were, they were using um, they were renting Turner Studios uh, studios in the basement to film stuff for BET like Sunday Best and things like that, yeah. and uh, so they were trying to show her. And whenever they I guess show black people around Turner, they, they always try to run them by my desk and they make it seem like, oh, we have like black people that work here. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was, I was on the token tour. And right. so she comes by my office and they, they're like, oh, this is, you know, introduce her to me. And she looks around and, and she sees all this like Kasha artwork up, you know, because I, I would come in on Saturdays and teach the kids how to animate, teach them how to use Cintiqs and teach them how to, you know, just whatever. Um, and so and so all the artwork was kind of up in my in my, in my office. And so she, she looked at it and she said, what is that? And why, and then how can I get that on my network? That's what she said to me. And I was like, mm, you know, and I was like, mm, you know, because I'm, you know, obviously this is a different network than ours. And so I was like, mm, and so I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, you know, laugh it off. I'm like, yeah, they, well, this is, and I explained to her what the project was, and she thought it was great. Um, and then, um, but God, you know, <laughs> I, I went, <laughs> I went to, uh, I went to lunch that day, which is interesting. I don't, I didn't normally eat lunch, and I don't, and I didn't normally eat in the cafeteria at, at, at Turner. Um, and so, and I went there, and I ended up next to her in line. Nice. Uh, and so she's like, "Hey, so tell me more about this project." And I was like, "Well, you know, like, you know, and I was like, I was, I was kind of nervous because you know you're talking about your network, and then you know just conflict of interest, whatever." She's like, "You want to get out of here? Let's go to lunch." And I was like. Okay, and so we just like put our trays away, and like I was like, "Am I seeing you leaving with the president of BET?" And so I was like, "Let's go." So we went and had lunch, uh, <laughs> and she was just like, "I want this. I want this for our network." And uh, you know, Turner had never, I mean, BET had never done. You know, they they had, they they played animation things like um, like Baby's Kids, whatever that, that, that they license and, and and broadcast, but they had never produced anything original um, for the network. And so that was uh, it was a first in that respect. Um, and I'm like, okay. You know, and so I was like, and so I went home. She's like, well, we'll have, you know, um, um, you know, here's, here's my card. And, you know, she said, and she's like, email me, you know, your your lawyer's information, blah, blah. I was like, okay, sure, I'll do that. You know, I, I went home and I, I had to call my dad. I was like, dad, I need, a, I, need a, I need an entertainment lawyer real quick. I was like, what, what, what do I got to do? Um, and so he like, you know, put me onto his uh, and, uh, and I was like, whoa. And so um, I had to uh, figure that out real quick. Yeah. Uh, um, but they basically wanted to to buy um, you know um, the project and and uh, but I felt really bad that so many people up to that point had um, had done had worked for free and I didn't I didn't I didn't feel completely right um, um, like like 
making a whole lot of money off of like, you know, to, you know, to have, you know, Jasmine Guy and, and Kenny Leon and all of them come in and do something for free because they, they, they're under the auspice that, that, that it's, it's, I'm not making the money I'm giving to these students and all kinds of my time and, and my, my, my talent and, and my, my teaching. Um, and all of a sudden I'm going to be making all this money. And I was like, and, and, you know, and they've already signed away, you know, the rights to it and all that kind of stuff, you know? And so, so I was like, I'm not, I, I did not get paid from it. Um, I did end up getting put under a, um, a, a first look contract with Viacom um, as a result of it, but um, I said, uh, you know, I want any money that you all are willing to, 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 you know, to purchase this. I wanted to go to Spelman and to buy, um, um, you know, computers for um, an, an animation lab, and so that's kind of where where that that ends up going. Um, but in the meantime. Um, uh, I, I was, you know, when when people at Turner found out that I had sold, you know, I was doing this project, they, then they were kind of like, well, you can't use our stuff anymore. <laughs> you know, you, you can't do this anymore. This is a conflict of interest. And they're just like, we need you to not do be doing this. You need to, you're gonna have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And like I said, to me, it was it was a no brainer. I, I had pitched some things to Turner, um, and uh, specifically like like uh, Adult Swim, <laughs> and, and I won't name names, but I, I was literally told we already have our black show. Mm. Uh, so, and so I knew I, I it, didn't, it didn't take much for me to realize that anything that I wanted to do, my dreams, my the, the kind of content that I wanted to direct and write and produce was not going to be done at Turner because they kind of had this this on the, on the surface. It was this, um, you know, we're committed to diversity and diverse content. But, you know, and then being told, you know, uh, by a 24 hour network that they already have their one black show. I yeah. was like, well, bye. I'll see y'all. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I, I, I took. Uh, Kasha on the road and, and and went and just did it all out of my house um and uh and then when we finished and I, you know i was at, the, at a point to where i had to sort of sink or swim and so i started doing um uh, uh freelance productions for people and, and i was I, I i kind of become uh really good at really minimizing the cost of animation because i could do so much of it myself mm-hmm. um, as opposed to having to you know someone gives me an animation job I didn't have to go like, okay, I've got to hire a compositor and I've got to hire a, an audio editor and I've got to hire, you know, background painter because all I can do is animate. I was like, I can do all of it. So I, I it'll cost you a lot less because I'm not farming any of it out. It may take a little longer because I'm doing it all myself. But but so, and so I got a lot of jobs like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just um, producing things. I remember I, it was, a, um, and I did do something that where I, I, it was so big of a product, that, production that I had to um, sort of uh, hire some people out, um, you know, hire animators to, to work with me. Um, yeah. we, we were doing uh, Keeping Up with the Walkers, which was an animated um, series for the National Institute of Health. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing all of that, and that took you know um, a couple years uh, to to complete. And uh, we were just cranking out all these episodes. I think we did like twenty, um, um, but it was just me and a, and a handful of people that I said mm-hmm. you know I, I, that and actually they were all Kasha students who I had I had uh, taught to animate and. Nice. Uh, and they were, and then now that I was hiring them to work for me, and that was kind of the way I wanted to do. Um, in the meantime, we finished Kasha and submitted it, and then they, they like I said, it, it, it debuted on BT, aired a couple of times, debuted on Centric, aired a couple of times, and then um, they submitted it in 20, I think it's 2012, um, for uh, an NAACP Image Award. They just kind of, which went, and they tend to submit all their stuff, you know, and, and so I didn't think, and I, not in a million years thought that you know we were up against um, the legend of Korra and, and the, um, the the um, um, uh, Nickelodeon stuff and it was just you know, I, I was like mm, you know and all of a sudden we got nominated I was like what you know um, and so I was like oh what what you know and, and so um, we got nominated and 
remember going flying out, going to it was my first time, well, not my first time at a red carpet because like I said, I'd gone to Disney premieres growing up and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and I was working on Lion King, went to that premiere. Um, so I've been around the but this was like I was the you know producer, I was the director, I right. I was the writer of this content as opposed to you know again work, animating somebody else's stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, fool around and we won, you know, and I was like, what? You know, and, uh, and so, so yeah, that was a, an amazing experience that um, I, I actually, you know, I'm really, really busy, but I, but I, I really want to um, 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 resurrect that project and, and go back to the AUC and do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I got tons of content. Um, like I said, I'm a writer. I've got, I've got so much stuff sitting on the shelf, just waiting for, to do something with um and uh but yeah so that that was that it really was a wonderful experience um yeah. i remember um 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 like being in in there and and we were going to this after party uh afterward that was for all the people who won and i was i was close to uh, um i was walking behind niecy nash and she's like i voted for you you know um and i was like thank you you know it, it, was, it was crazy you know amazing and you know i think carrie washington said the same thing you know pat and mm-hmm. pat and I was just like, y'all just voted for me because the name sounded black, you know. <laughs> like Tasha the Zulu King. I was like, y'all didn't see it, um, but um, but um, yeah, it was it was really an amazing experience, and and, and it really you know came out of my desire to give back. And so um, I, that was extra special. That that's something yeah. that effort um, that was you know pretty much um, you know very philanthropic and and um, 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 uh. Uh, you know, just wanting to get back, and, and it ended up in something that was so you know accoladed and and you know um, even for BT, the first original feature animated film you know by by BT. It's just kind of you know the, the success that comes from that you know was really wonderful. Yeah. For me. I really really enjoyed that experience. It was great. Yeah, I just I was for real for real like following that for years. I was like I knew your name. I was like watching all the video like the little. <laughs> Like when is this coming out? <laughs> it was a great process. It really was, and like I said, and it was all. It was just me and a and a ragtag bunch of kids, you know. That I was like, let's do this, you know. And and um and uh, and, and it really, you know, it really goes to show that all you really need is is the the. the and, and, and most of those kids had never done animation, never considered mm-hmm. animation. You know, they could draw. And I, was, and I remember at the first um, meeting that we had in in um, the top of Giles Hall. Uh, at Spelman, um, and it was like a general interest meeting that we had put out, and, and all the kids that, that wanted to be a part of it. And I said, "If you can draw, I can teach you to animate. I promise." Mm-hmm. You know. So, and then they were just like, "All right." And so, you know, and, and three years later, you know, we're at the NAACP Image Awards, and so it was really mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Did you uh, keep in touch with any of them, or any of them in animation now? Or yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them: um, Howard Morris, Kurt Gard, um, 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 and, and, and some of them, like James Frazier, he was a he's a filmmaker. You know, he wasn't an animator, but he was the one doing our compile. Taught him, how, you know, he, he, uh, you know, cutting animation. Taught him, you know, just some of those skills. And um, and uh, and and uh, yeah, um, a lot of people that worked on it um, ended up, you know, going into animation. And they work on, you know, they, they a lot of them are still Atlanta based, and they're working for things like um, um, Floyd County. Yeah. Um, and they're you know doing some of that uh, the Adult Swim stuff and and some of the some of them occurred you know uh, I mean um, um, the, the names are all escaping me right now <laughs> but they're they're working on you know a lot of a lot of stuff I'll, I'll see on you know, on Netflix I'm like oh yeah that, that, I know them from Kasha you know so so it's it's really wonderful to see them like that mm-hmm. um, and even um, people who were um, there was a, a a woman named Lynette um, mm-hmm. uh, Pearson and um, when that, that White Pearson she um, she uh, uh, 
was was you know she, and she, and she wasn't even um, going to uh, to the AEC at the time. Her husband was. He was going to uh, the ITC. Um, mm -hmm. and she, she signed on just to be like a production assistant, and she was like amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, her organization and just what she brought to the table and just her go get in and, and just you know whipping the, the that that little ragtag bunch into a, a functioning you know like we that now we're a network you know um um now, now we're producing network content we got to be a professional she whipped us in the shape um and she was like, immediately promoted to like executive producer um she's still executive producing and doing you know, independent stuff and so you know it, it really is wonderful to see that that it was that was, that was, a, was a, a huge catalyst um for people um, um, who um, would, you know, again, I, I don't know that that if I hadn't brought that to the table, we never sort of had that experience and, and that access to the animation, you know, industry, animation production. So, it was, I mean, I mean, a lot of them were 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 were, were um, let's say the the, the the artists, you know, they were they were already, you know, I didn't teach them how to draw. I just taught them, like I said, they, they already knew how to draw. They're already right. great artists. It was like, let me show you how to animate, and so mm -hmm. that. I remember teaching them, and we were doing everything in Flash at that point. And so it's like, let me teach you how to do Flash. And, yeah. and it really was, uh, it was a great experience. You know, I, I do love teaching. Mm -hmm. um, so even when I was in New Zealand and I was, you know, I went there to, 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 to blend in and end up being promoted and end up you know, being asked to, to teach, you know, fourth years. Um, but I, I love that too. I do love, I, I definitely, it's one of my gifts and I do love teaching. I, I've taught at um, the Art Institute of Atlanta. I've taught at um, the Atlanta College of Art, which is now SCAD. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, I know I've, I've, I've taught animation seminars in China. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I, you know, I, I love, I, I love teaching. I really do. Yeah, I love stuff like that because uh, I, I remember following um, Black and Sexy TV, which is live action. But I'll be seeing little people like even the uh, new Batwoman, the black woman. She was from Black and Sexy TV, and I'll be like, how do I know them? And then I'll look them up. Oh, they was from Black and Sexy TV. So like, I love so important independent like black stuff, and then. Yeah seeing the names later, like bigger stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so what took you to Louisville after living so long in Atlanta? Uh, again, um, my, my story is like crazy and wild. Um, it's one of those things that's just really interesting. Um, so um, post Turner, I was doing independent stuff in Atlanta. And, uh, and and then so I, I came up with another idea for uh, an independent um, sort of web series that I wanted to do, and mm -hmm. so I came up to because uh, I just uh, it's it's um, I don't want to say too much about it because it's kind of a, a live project, mm -hmm. uh, but um, one of the the voice uh, um, talents that I wanted to use in it was an, an actor not a, it was an actor but a, a, a originally like like really renowned um, a drag queen. Um, um, guy by the name of Scott Saster, and uh, and he has this persona, this drag queen persona in Louisville um, called um, Hurricane Summer, and uh, and so I, and I really wanted Hurricane to be um, in this project, uh, and uh, and it was something that that also had um, um, RuPaul attached to it, and just you know just the, the, the different reasons that that it kind of revolved around um, that that kind of a theme of, of, of drag queens and whatever. And um, and so I came up to to record him, um, uh, and and actually I wanted to use um, uh, the rest of the um, the cast were going to be local um, since I was up here recording. And I, and I, and I really at the time it was one of those things where I didn't know much about the drag world. I just, just mm -hmm. I wasn't you know um, I'm, I'm not straight by any means, but I had never spent much time you know at drag drag cabarets and things like that. So I didn't know anything about. It, so I needed to spend some time mm -hmm. doing 
research. And, and so I remember I spent like literally months just kind of going backstage with Scott um, and, uh, and and at, at the clubs that he performed at and things like that and then learning and, 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 and getting material and just educating myself on the content that I was, I was writing. Um, and then um, while I was up here, I had, I had every intention of going back to, to Atlanta when this project was done and, you know, and, I, and uh, but um, while I was up here one night, um, it's interesting, um, a, a friend who I used to work with back at Turner who was still at Turner, uh, mm -hmm. called me and wanted me to apply for a job at Turner on, on turnjobs.com. And, uh, and, and it was not because she wanted to hire me, but because she needed uh, to close the job out because she found who she wanted to hire, but that she couldn't close the job out until a certain number of qualified people. Oh yeah, I know that. <laughs> had applied for the job and and you know especially when you get to like i guess kind of like a certain level in in animation the skill set is very unique you know animation yeah. is a unique skill set anyway so trying to find i think i think it had something to do with like um like a, an animation director for cartoon network latin america or something like that but anyway like everybody and their mother isn't qualified to do that you know right. and, so, and so but and so she really was wanting me to just apply you know apply so that she and, and i didn't i didn't want to go back to turner so it wasn't about me trying to get a job it was about me trying to help her close this job out um, I hope that's that, that's, that's ethical. I, I, I'm going to tell all this business, um, but um, anyway, uh, and so I applied <clears throat> um, just to you know to again to be a person, a qualified person who's who's, who's applied for the job. And I was I was it was, in, it was like it was like four in the morning, and I, I was closing out um, the uh, the process. And at the end of of, of turnjobs.com, at least they used to have been on in years, but they they like an aggregator of like local um, related job searches comes up. And so, so I, I was closing out and it said, bing, and it said, you know, see animation jobs in Louisville. And I was like, there's no animation jobs in Louisville. Like, come on. Um, I was like, um, you know, only reason I'm here is because, you know, of, of, of Scott, of Hurricane. And, uh, and um, what happened was that, so I said, I'm curious. So I hit it and all of a sudden they brought this job listing and it wasn't for an animator, an animator's job. Um, it was for um, it was for a uh, um, um, an art director for a company that does um, that 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 does uh, that develops um, toys and and park experiences for for Disney and mm -hmm. so because Disney was one of the, the the tag words in the in the job application um, it, uh, it it made um, it, it sort of aggregated into um, because I was already sort of put, you know applying for an animator's job and so right. Disney and animator and Disney are words that, that kind of aggregate into that kind of a, of a, of a theme. And so um, so I clicked on it and I read it and it was like, it's a really interesting. And of course, I'm always about new experiences or whatever. And uh, and and so I, 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 I kind of like sent a real quick email. I already had my resume out and I was like, I'm interested, period. You know, and I hit send, you know. And the next thing I know, like literally the next day, they're just like, um, can you come and interview with us? Blah, blah, you know, so I was like, what is this weird? I was like, this is legit. Um, and so I went, I went and uh and and um it it, it ended up being a dream job. Um not only was there animation to be done and they and they fully um got behind um the me um bringing animation to the table um as far as their um their personal brand um and what they do um but also um just you know um, um applying everything i had learned and done and all my experiences to designing mm -hmm. toys and if you know, you know you know you know toys are a big part of animation and like every i don't know an animator doesn't have you know mm -hmm. their desk or whatever lined with all these like toys and 
you know, McFarland, you know, figurines and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, yeah. it's, you know it's like, I always love toys. Um, and of course, you know, it, it's one of those things where I just can't get away from Disney to save my life, you know? <laughs> so, um, so now I'm, you know, um, I'm, um, the, the, uh, the managing art director for a team, um, both uh, in in the U.S. and in China, um, who mm -hmm. designed these toys uh, uh, for uh, for theme parks worldwide, you know, and uh, Disney is, is obviously a huge client of ours, um, and uh, and it's wonderful and it's really really great, and it's one of those things about being adaptable, you know, um, yeah. and of course um, they they also um, are really wonderful and they and they really support you know all the independent animation that I still do, mm -hmm. you know, um, and and. And uh, and so um, I I can't say that I, I only animate or I'm I'm an animator for it you know for it that's my only livelihood is actually not I do a lot of different things I'm able to I'm, you know it's one of those things again where I get to I get to do a lot of things I get to write content um, and scripts and things like that and um, and then also you know design wonderful toys and and you know and and there's a lot of travel and obviously we you know are, are, I've, I've literally been to every Disneyland theme park in the world. Um, mm -hmm several times and you know and and uh and, and it's it's really wonderful um but again the, it, it goes back to what my dad taught me and that is you know and that's one of the reasons why he kind of i remember growing up he wouldn't he wouldn't he was very reluctant to teach me to animate because he's always like you just need to become a good artist and then you can do anything you want to you know mm -hmm. and so that's and that was the philosophy that i kind of had um and 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 though i'm still very passionate about animation and like i'm working on several animated productions um projects right now um mm -hmm. like we finished with this. I've got a long night of, of, of storyboarding to do. Um, yeah. um, but but um, and, and, and so specifically animation is a huge, it's a huge passion of mine. Um, mm -hmm. but, but not just animation, um, just like you know theater is and and, um, and and my work. And you know I'm I uh, I started a theater group um, at a synagogue here. Um, I'm a member of a Dr. Sharon um, uh, congregation here, mm -hmm. and uh, and and I um, started a theater. A, a Jewish theater company, and uh, and we're producing shows, and, and obviously I've I've written a lot of our content, and yeah. um, and not all of it. I mean, but you know, I, I like directing, and I do like directing other people's stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to always be you know my stuff, um, <laughs> but, um, but I, I do love writing, and I love producing, and I love putting putting things up, and, and I do love theater. I love live theater, you know, and even well, there's a, we're doing a project right now where we're trying to marry um, sort of the processes of animation. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, um, like, usually, you know, anytime I do animation production and I have artists, you know, the, the voice actors come in and, and do their work, that you do their, their voiceovers separately, one at a time, because if you do it together, like, one person messes up and then that means you have to do it all over again. Um, and, and, you know, studio time is expensive, you know, so you just, you, you have people come in and do, do their stuff by themselves and then you mix it together, make it sound like they were in the same room later. Mm -hmm. um, but for this process, because of theater, you know, there's a lot of time, you know, and, and actually this past summer, uh, summer of 2020, uh, the Actors Theater of Louisville hired me to do uh, three animated productions, three animated pieces for them. Um, and I was really reluctant to do it for myself because I was just like, man, if it's not theater, it's not theater. If it's not live theater, you know, I'm a, I'm a purist. You know, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, use animation, you know, to, to in place of, you know, I just wait until the, the pandemic's over. Um, but while I was doing this, I was animating. Um, it's, it's, it's already come out, so I, I, can, I can talk about it. But um, it was this um, 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 Apollinaire Guillaume's um, um, it's turn of the century uh, short play called The Breast of Theresius. And mm -hmm. um, Robert Fleming, um, um, Robert Barry Fleming, the um, executive um, artistic director of uh, Actors Theater of Louisville, um, he would call me and he would just sort of like dramaturgically just kind of like 
talk about this play and and like give me direction um like in the middle of the night like we spent like like months over the summer where we we're just like talking all night and he, and he was literally and i started feeling like theater process you know and i never thought yeah. about looking at that way um and so i said well, okay maybe theater could be you know that you maybe you can it'll it'll never you know animation will never be theater unless you're like doing moco from behind this you know in the wings um, but um, but there are, there are things about live theater that you can incorporate into the, the process of making yeah. animation. And so, um, and, and then two of those things are number one, I, I made my actors get off script. And you can usually, you know, if you're doing animation, your actors come in and they, and they read off, they read off, of, the, off of their script and they don't have to memorize it. And so that's when they go home. Um, that's the way I've always done it, you know, from my very first experience with like Cheech Marin and Cindy Lauper to, you know, things more recent. Um, um, and it, and it's, it's, that's how you do it. But then I was like, okay, so we're going to memorize this. So you guys all have to get off script and we're going to record and I'm going to take a, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to use a, um, um, a, a live take. So if you guys flub or if you mess up, I'm keeping that. And the, and the, and the character is going to have to do that because that's what happens in live theater. Um, even yeah. to the point where uh, one of the actors, um, she had a cat in her room and the cat like meowed during one of her lines. I was like, well, now it's, it's for Purim. And I'm like, well, now, you know, uh, Queen Esther's going to have a cat in the scene because that cat's in the, in the audio. And I told you, we're doing this straight. We're doing, we're doing a, a yeah. you, know, one, you know, because that's what happens in live theater. So that's what's going to happen in this production, even though it's not live and that kind of a thing, you know. And so mm -hmm. um, there, are, there, are, there are things that you can take from it um, to make that process um, and, and borrow from that, you know, process-wise, even though it's still its own sort of thing, which is animation. Yeah. Um, so, so we know, like, the history of Judaism, but as a Black man in America, what was your, like, path to Judaism? Um, it, it, it's been, it was a long time coming, even before um, I got to, um, um, to Louisville. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's one of those things where, um, obviously, in America, Judaism is very what they call Ashkenormative, where it's 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 you know white Jews, European um, descended um, um, Jews um, that that kind of have the face of Judaism as opposed to you know how how very sort of um, um, uh, person of color um, Judaism is around the world, you know, right. whether um, um, Ethiopian Jews or or mm -hmm. um, 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 Palestinian Jews, or you know, people that that don't identify as white who are Jews, and so the the concept of being uh, black and being a Jew is, is it seems a little odd in America, but but elsewhere in the world. Um, my, my husband and I went to uh, to Israel on um, uh, on our honeymoon, and it's it's, it's amazing how you, 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 you I don't I don't feel conspicuous there. Yeah, I didn't feel conspicuous or like out of place, or that people were looking at me out of place. It was just like, yeah, and no one, no one looks at you and go like brown skin, you can't be Jewish kind of a thing that you kind of get here and those kind of stares and, and, and things here. But, but for me, um, Judaism, um, I, I came to Judaism as an adult um, and I started back when I was at Turner, um, just exploring it and, and, and feeling like, you know, just, it was, it's, it's, it was a conviction. I grew up very Christian. Um, mm -hmm. My father, my whole, my whole family, you know, um, even to the point of, of, of me um, as another, um, thing about going to Morehouse was that, you know, they had a, I even flirted with becoming a, a, a preacher at one point um, mm -hmm. for, for a living, um, but uh, was, uh, was, was like lay, I was like, like li li literally was clergy um, as a kid, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, it was a whole nother story and there's mm -hmm. nothing with, with animation, but um, I was like a kid preacher and um, and, and so, the, and so theology was always very important to me. Um, mm -hmm. It was also 
uh, it was also expected of me um, growing up um, because of just um, how important it was to to my, my dad. Um, this kind of person, you know, would come home from the studio late at night when they're working on a film, and and he'd you know come into our room and 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 rip the covers off and like, did you read your Bible today? You know, <laughs> like, like that was literally how I was raised, and so it was almost like I don't know that there was much of a choice um, in, yeah. in that. But then as um, I, I first started, you know, encountering. Um, 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 and, and, and in a way questioning um, the uh, Eurocentricness of um, American Christianity um, um, challenged about that when I went to Morehouse. Um, and so that started sort of opening my eyes to a lot of things. Um, and, uh, and, and I started exploring and, uh, and you know, um, and, and, I, and I ended up um, um, really starting to embrace um, Judaism in a way that um, I never would have thought. And, and there was a period where I kind of used it as a branch, as, a, as a, not a branch, but a, a bridge, um, um, Messianic Judaism. Um, mm-hmm. but, but then, and, and that worked for a while, um, it was a sort of a, a bridge between the two. And then it came to the point of, of really feeling convicted about um, just converting like fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I've never looked back and, I, and I, I, I literally feel, you know, closer to God than I ever have in my life. Um, and, and a lot of, um, you know, and, and, I, and I don't even really see it as like turning my back on Christianity. I see it as me, my theology um, and my relationship with God evolving um, in a way. And not to say that you know, I've evolved and, you know, <laughs> is, is, you know, still back there in the dark ages. No, it's not that at all. Um, it's just that when I say evolved, it really means in, it's in the very sense of it, you know, it's changed and, and, and really, um, you know, um, Acting on my on my, my what I believe in my convictions and and what and, and through my relationship with God, which is you know literally the most important thing in my life, and um, and it's it's one of those things to where you know for me because you know theology and spirituality is so important to me, I I always get involved. Like even I was when I was a Christian as a kid and I was like involved in the church. You know, we literally went to church like seven, six or seven days a week. Like that was my upbringing, you know. Um, but then you know. <laughs> And and, and, and and I didn't have a choice, you know. It's like just that's what's gonna suck. Let's go. Um, and uh, but I um, uh, even now, you know, I'm very involved, and in, you know, not, not just with the, the theater group, but um, you know, I'm on the board of our synagogue, and um, and and I, I really treasure, you know, um, um, the the ritual, and I really treasure um, just the, um, the 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 fellowship and and the learning. Um, Jews are definitely people; they call them people of the book, and they, and, and learning is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love reading Torah. You know, I just it, it, it's such a rich tradition, and I I, I do really do feel um, very at home. Um, they, they they tend to say when you convert, like welcome to the tribe, and I really yeah. did feel like it was very much a welcome home for me. So uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I am with all that. Nice. Um, so a couple more questions. Um, uh, how how did you feel being black impacted your uh, you in your animation career? Um, my dad really kind of raised us with that mentality, especially from, from, you know, his generation where he's from and even the way that he was treated. Um, he'll, he'll probably never, you know, publicly disparage Disney, but, you know, um, I, I know the struggle that he had, um, that he talked about, you know, um, when he was there, especially in the early years, um, there was a lot of over racism um, and a lot of having to break a glass ceiling, um, you know, like he did, and, and, and then having to uh, fight for your place at the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, um, going to Morehouse, obviously, you know, and then making a career kind of in Atlanta, which is kind of a black mecca, um, it was my, my experience was very different, even though 
you know, um, for a long time, there was, you know, when, when I was, you know, um, for the first five, six years, I was the only black animator. And then um, there was a, we had a, there was, there was a unit of, of uh, freelancers that worked on Harvey Birdman that um, I think there was at some point, um, they ended up having to be hired because um, you can only have people be freelancers for a certain amount of time before you have to either fire them or, or, or bring them on full time. Mm -hmm. And there, there was, a, um, I think, uh, one or two um, uh, brothers in that group. And then um, we amalgamated with a, um, we, we brought um, a 3D unit into our group. And, and there was um, uh, um, Lance, he was uh, black. And, and so, um, uh, what's that? Lance Darden? Yeah, 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 Lance Darden, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so there, we, you know, we, there's still a, we were still a, a minority. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, I, I I never kind of felt I never I never kind of felt um, the kind of, um, of of struggle I think that my dad faced because I again I started you know my dad started as a as a as an assistant to Frank Thomas and really had the you know took years and years and years of working his way up till you know uh, finally on on um, uh, you know was, I forget what year it was but on um, on uh, Hunchback, he became a supervising animator, which was was so long overdue. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, there are people that he started with that hadn't reached that position decades before him. You mm -hmm. know, um, and and a lot of people would say he was he, he might have been a very well much one of, if not the best, you know, artist that was there. And so it's about opportunity, and it's about you know the the the, the club that is. But um, and again, for me, um, like even like I told you, my, like my experience with with pitching stuff, you know, for to Turner and, and and being told, you know, we already have our black show, you know, yeah. to me that was um, that was what what I understood. Well, I'm out, you know, kind of a thing as opposed to you know I can just you know, stay and fight and try to make things different. But yeah. I was like, well, you know, screw this, and you know, this is not the place for me. Then I'm going to go and do my own thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and so, um, but, um, you know, so obviously, you know, but, but because I, I started as a, I, I feel like I, I struggled more with being so young and, and, and being a director. So, you yeah. know, from, from the beginning, and I know there was a lot of sort of resentment um, by people, by people who are my peers um, in, in um, peers, um, as, as far as our titles, um, I think by the time I, by the time I left Turner, there were two senior animation directors, myself and one other, and then another one had been laid off before I left. Um, but um, I, I felt that there were times where um, I, I and, and you know, and I felt this sort of even even my first job when I first started was Turner Interactive, and I was like this, you know, like twenty year old, twenty one year old kid who you know was running a department, and um, and and most everyone that I worked was with was was probably older than my dad, you know, and, and there's a lot of sort of resentment about that, and um, and and I'm not gonna lie, I, I don't know that I would have had, you know, just been in that position to be able to start like that if it wasn't for my dad, and 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 the access that I had. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I had to earn it all of it myself. You know, my dad wasn't the type like that. He did not believe in nepotism, and he's like, if you're gonna get anything in, your, in this world, you're gonna get it yourself. And that's that's mm -hmm. kind of how I train you to be, uh, um, you know, independent. Um, and uh, and so, but so I, I don't know that you know, and and also me being raised the way I was, it never occurred to me that I couldn't be an animator and I couldn't be successful. You know, whereas you know, my dad, my dad kind of happened into animation because when he started. You know, when he started his first job, I think it was at a, as an art director or an art, uh, an ad artist for Honeywell right out of college. 
Um, he started going to night school to just, you know, keep because he's a perfectionist and he's always trying to improve. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and one of his teachers was a um, Disney animator and was said they were recruiting uh, and, and kind of um, took him under his wing and recruited him. And mm -hmm. that's where he fell into. Whereas me, I, I grew up, my dad did, did, you know, was an animator for Disney. And then and there's no, never a, a thought in my mind that that's not something that I could do too. Mm -hmm. and so, um, and so just my mentality where they're, they're probably, and, and that's one thing that was really motivated me to go to, uh, to the AUC and give back like I did with the Costa project because I know there were there were students who would never would have imagined that that was an option for them because yeah. they didn't have access to it, you know. And so and so for me, I, I had always had access um, with Turner. I started as a as a director and, and kind of I, I was literally at a point when I left that there was nowhere else for me to go, um, mm -hmm. um, other than just being a manager of a department and not being a not 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 drawing anymore not animating anymore because uh, i was a senior animation director and, and i was it was like and i had been that for years you know um I, I they would just like give me more money every year but they couldn't give me another position there was nothing higher for me to go there was nothing aspirational you know um for, for me to do and so um so so for me and then and then once i i left that then it's always from that point on it's, it's been mostly um um freelance stuff or independent um we produce stuff where i just i get i do what i want you know and i i'm, I'm creatively in charge and so for me you know personally and, and i know that's that that's you know um a kind of an outlier for for what it is in in for for especially for black people in animation especially for youth like black women mm -hmm. um it, it, even a, you know a double minority in this industry you know it always whenever i see a a, a female animator not, not female. I, I I've been schooled that female is a, not not the best term to use. A woman animator. Mm -hmm. um, uh, for um, uh, I'm always impressed, and then when I see a black woman animator, I'm 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 in, in awe and, and and really you know I'm just kind of applaud um, making your way in this in this um, um, industry that is systemically not for you, you know, and not for me either. Um, and so, uh, but but for me, because of my particular path, um, I, my my blackness, um, me me being a person of color, has never really um, been that much of a that much of a challenge. Um, mm -hmm. Not that there hasn't, you know, that I don't deal with racism, and even to the point, like I said, for me, you know, having someone tell me, this is this is a great, you know, pro, you know, uh, pitch. This is a great idea, but um, we already have our black show. To me, that's that's racism. But but to me, that's <clears throat> That didn't hinder me as a. Uh, I mean, it, it it you know probably hindered the, what what could be success with that. But like I said that project is still very much alive for me, and, and, and I, I still plan to do something with it. And um, it's just a matter of time, um, so it's not going to deter me, you know. And as well as how how um, uh, uh, accessible um, platforms are now, so that if I really, if I wanted to, I could release it tomorrow and have that be my own thing. But you know, it, it's something that I want to keep for the right time. Um, right. I, I have a project that um, I, 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 it's a it's a feature film project that I, I wrote when I was literally in high school. That I've been it's, it's my it's my coup d'état. It's, it's, it's the thing that I like. I will never sell this or give this to somebody unless it's going to be done right, unless I have complete control. And and, and I'd rather it never be done than than, <laughs> than sell it for money or or you know or, um, for for an opportunity. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I just I'm, I'm a constant creator. I have so much content that I just mm -hmm. just wait to do something with. Yeah. Um, and, and I've always in my life made and made room for my projects. And, and that's, that's what being an, an independent producer um, really affords you that you're not waiting for someone to pick you up or yeah. to 
or to give you an opportunity, you're just like, I'll make my own opportunity and I'll do it myself. And because like, and for me, because I can do all of it, the compositing and the backgrounds, the, the, um, you know, um, just all from, 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 from concept to, to, to final export, um, um, I can do all of it. Like, I just, I don't need to wait for anybody, you know? And so for me, I've been very, um, self-sufficient, um, and, 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 being black hasn't really been much of a of a of a it, it has not been a barrier to me in this very white male oriented um, industry. So uh, my last question, if you had a documentary, what things would you want to highlight about yourself outside of your work in animation? Uh, probably um, my 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 Judaism. Um, it, it is. It is interesting that that's that's one area where I'm, I'm constantly, especially in America, um, um, it, it's it's a it's a it's a navigation daily because um, especially in America, you know, um, just the, the microaggressions against people who um, see you, uh, um, you know, me wearing a, a you know a kippa on on Fridays um, or um, or you know um, it's it, it's and even you know changing my name and the resistance that a lot of people have for me to uh, when i when i changed my name to yehuda um mm -hmm. to reflect um um this you know this this new part of me this this very very important part of me um mm -hmm. I, i'd say that probably the you know most important not one of the most important obviously now that i have a daughter um we uh, my husband and i we uh um through uh fostering um our um have a daughter and um foster to adopt. And, uh, and, uh, and, and that's amazing being a father. Um, I love that. Um, it's very new and it's very, it's very late, late in life for me. You know, a lot of people you know, are having kids when they're twenties, you know, and, and I'm, you know, um, I, I'm no spring chicken and <laughs> starting this whole, you know, with an infant thing is just amazing. Yeah. But it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, and, and a lot of people would tell you that I'm a workaholic and it's mm -hmm. not that I'm a workaholic. It's just that I'm so passionate about so many different forms of, of, of art that there's not enough time in the day to do it. And so I'm, I'm, I've always kind of like had, you know, I've, been, I've been one of those people that, that, that works like night and day. Like, I, like, like last week, I'm gonna be honest with you, um, on Thursday morning of last week, I had done 61 hours. Like that, that's how much I had worked uh, yeah. in a row. You know, and so, and, and, that, and I did that at Turner. I, I've always done that to where I'm the, I'm the first one in the last one out. Mm -hmm. um, but because there's just so much work to do and so much to do and you know and and I and I, and I love it but um but I, I've had to to really slow down and make time for the fact that I have this this little girl uh, mm -hmm. I don't want to and it's 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 like so important to uh, to you know and that's one of the sort of silver linings for the pandemic for me is that she came into our lives um last year in January <laughs> and uh, and so all, all that time work at home, which I was still doing now, has afforded me to, especially when the, when the schools were closed, the daycares were closed, and, and she was home every day, all day. Um, mm -hmm. And that was an amazing way to bond with her and to build yeah. that. Um, and, uh, and now that she's, you know, even, but, but, but yeah, so, so those aspects of my life, um, um, and not, not to make light of the fact that I'm married and my, and my husband is wonderful and I love him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, um, but as far as you know, a documentary and what I think is important in, in my life, um, besides um, uh, um, uh, my animation and my theater uh, work, is uh, uh, you know my my Judaism and my uh, my 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 daughter, my my parenting. Being a parent is amazing; it's wonderful. And she's left-handed, so this might be a, a, a little you know hope, spark of hope that she's going to be artistic. 
Not I'm that people. <laughs> not people who are who are right-handed can't be, but, uh, <laughs> but they're very much a right brain thing to uh, that I was that I was hoping for and kind of pushing for. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the perfect video to arbitrarily mention. If you if you there's another a black Jewish guy, Jonathan Nelson, who people say sounds like Mahalia Jackson. So oh, Joshua, Joshua Nelson. Oh, yeah, Joshua, yeah, 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 Joshua, yeah, 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 Anybody out there want to hear some? Jewish gospel. <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. He's absolutely amazing. So where can people follow you on social media or what's your website too? Um, my website is terribly unkept. Um, um, I, 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 most of what I do, I'm, I'm one of those people that like, um, I don't even have a functioning resume because I, I just like the work has always been there. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, and, and I'm so like, 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 even the stuff that I do, it always finds me. And so I'm always having to like say, okay, I'll, I'll put aside what I'm doing in order to do this for you and, and do this project. And so um, I, 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 I hesitate to give people my, 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 my website because the, the, the page is like, you know, it's like a couple of years old and I haven't, I, I haven't even been there in, in, in like over a year. Um, there's some stuff there. Um, I am, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm socially active on like Facebook and, and, uh, and and IG, but I really don't, you know, I, I'm so like I'm so busy. Like every second of my life is like is like spoken for and it's not a full-time job trying to like, you know, have this like social media presence and and, and even even like LinkedIn, like I don't I think I have a profile, but I, I'm not active because I'm not looking for a job, I'm not looking for work. And so I, I just, you know, I'm really bad about about um keeping all that up. I, I do wanna uh, I don't know when I'm going to find the time to do it, but I want to start a blog um, called Otherwise, um, which is about wisdom from being other, um, whether it's, you know, being a, a black in an animation industry, whether being um, black as a Jew, whether it's being um, queer as a parent, um, and really talking about that, um, especially now that I've got my daughter, because um, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like so many others. Like I'm, I'm, I'm interracially married. I'm, I'm a, I'm a black Jew. Um, I am, I'm an LGBTQ black person. Um, I am, you know, just, just all the others. I'm left-handed. You know, just all the things that could that you could possibly be othered. Um, yeah. and Navigating life in um, that in in a, in a world in a in a in a country in a in a culture that is that is not made for you. And having to uh, to fight for your place at the table, having to um, to to normalize, um, you know, uh, uh, just being there, you know, and being in a space that 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 majority culture says this is our space, and you're 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 you know you're a, a, a tourist in it. Yeah. You know, so so um, um, that, that's something I, I have in the future. But like I, I've got so many projects that that I I want to get done. For me to be um, posting and then having a, 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 a digital presence, you know, um, and it, it, it really takes so much time, you know, like literally, like I have like no time, and so that's one of the things that I, I need to get better about because I, like, I do want to share stuff, but everything I do has the platform, you know, and so it's just like you know, you, you and, and I so I'm not really like that. That I, I was, I remember the first time I saw my name in the credits of something was Lion King, you know, and I remember I was amazed by it. I was like, oh my gosh, my name is literally like a block long at the El Capitan Theater. Like, and I, and I use like all of my names, Jai Anthony Lewis husband. That was the second longest name in the credits of the Lion King. Um, except for my boss, Gretchen, she has a really long middle name, Albrecht. Um, but, um, but, but, and then, but then I spent my time at Turner 
And, you know, um, especially doing on-air stuff where, you know, that's directing commercials and interstitials where there's no credits. And so, you know, you, you kind of like lose the, you know, like the, the, the need or the desire or it's not that you're not proud, but it's just like most of my stuff, no one knows I did it because you don't, you know, you don't stop, you know, for a 30 second commercial, you don't stop and say, this is who did this. And this is who animation directed this. And this is blah, blah, blah. You know, it's yeah. like, there's no, you know, it's just no credit. And so, you know, um, and, you know, that, that was why it was so wonderful to see, you know, and Kasha, when I was watching, you know, the premiere of Kasha, knowing that people were seeing my name, you know, yeah. millions of people at the same time across this country because of broadcast, you know, and my stuff had been broadcast before. Like I've been a career, you know, working on something that's broadcast all the time. Right. But this was mine. This was, this was, this was mine. You know, um, I wrote it and I directed it, you know, I animated it. Um, and so, uh, and so, so yeah, I, I think that, um, I've got to get better at social media. I've got to get better at sharing what I do. Just but, pick uh, one to yeah. get right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just pick one and get it out. I'll have to figure out which one that's going to be. You know, yeah. but it's time consuming. My God, and, and I've got so much to do. Something I'm not doing um, <laughs> every single second that I'm not sleeping or taking running running behind a, a toddler, um, yeah. I'm animating or working or, or designing toys or, or or traveling to to be with work and and, and you know just like. I wish I could clone myself or, or just stop time or for a second, but there's like so much, there's not enough time, it's not enough time in the world. So, uh, so yeah, so it's my social media suffers because of all my uh, creative ambition. <laughs> all right, so thank you, Yehuda, for coming to my platform. I want you to like so I know it's real. Comment and tell me how you feel. Subscribe to Seal the Deal and sign up for post notifications to show your zeal. I'll see you in the next video. Peace. Peace.